0: You're listening to Dr. Alia Fairchild, a director with the Constantia Institute, a think tank in Belgium, looking at the role of technology in society and how the future of work processes will be changing. Hi, I'm Dr. Alia Fairchild, the director of the Constantia Institute, a think tank based in Belgium. And I'm fascinated by infrastructure and have been for years as a good girl geek. In current economic conditions, organizations need to leverage their infrastructure to its fullest effect. And that is both land, labor, and capital, send as a good economist. The two main themes I'm looking at right now, um, one of them is organizational resilience and how organizations address that need for agility. And I can hear you saying now, Hey, Aaliyah aren't you talking about operational resilience? That's not necessarily so new. Well, what's operational resilience and why am I calling it organizational resilience instead? Well, operational resilience starts from the perspective of protecting an organization's key business assets, this is both products and services, and importantly begins from the assumption that these assets will be disrupted at one point in the future operational resilience is a key issue that should be strategically led by boards and senior management normally. Now, what I'm talking about is taking that that term a step further, given that we've seen a lot in the last two years, to describe organizational resilience, because it also involves the workforce, the supply chain partners, and the communication platforms. One of the key aspects of organizational resilience is a flexible and engaged workforce. We've seen staffing shortages and the battle for talent talent, impact the agility of many organizations in recent years. And changing patterns in the employment and workforce landscape mean that employers and employees must adapt their relationship to make workplaces productive and safe environments for all of us. Workforce-centric operations are crucial for organizations to attract and retain talent. And workspaces need to address the diverse needs of the employees and their customers. So another need for agility and the ability to pivot. Another aspect of organizational resilience is communication. More specifically, the organizational resilience of platforms of others to communicate. Outages on social media and other communication tools. satellites the ability to engage. Ransomware holding information hostage, for example, had a similar effect. So there's many aspects to organizational resilience that go beyond operational deployment. So where should this view of organizational resilience sit in the organization itself? That's a good question. Companies will have to decide where this sits in the organization, and this will depend very according on the company and its attitude. Will they have a chief resilience officer? Will resilience be a part of risk information security or facilities management or some other function? Most companies already have business continuity planning, which tells them how they're going to respond to a crisis and get back to where they were originally, Where organizational resilience is much more fundamental than that. It's about threats, about agility, about ability to pivot. And we're going to see an evolution of this role in the next 18 months. So in this regard, what have we learned from the pandemic? Not necessarily enough. Supply chain, cyber resilience, from ransomware, bad bad actors, staff shortages, health and hygiene issues. The risk to operational activities can feel endless. And employers and employees are both juggling what their new normal looks like and how to integrate pandemic-learned behaviors and activities into a post-pandemic world. An uptake in digital tools allowing for remote work, the creation of support uh, for virtual company cultures, and an internal focus on tools for employee engagement and satisfaction are all examples of pandemic-based approaches that also need organizational resilience built into them. As we began 2023, I see different levels of preparedness in terms of organizational resilience across the globe. And one of the things that is impacting this is regulatory pressure. The EU is applying, for example, regulatory pressure in the financial sector with its Digital Operational Resilience Act, or DORA. DORA's a game changer. It will push financial services firms to understand how their IT, operational resilience, cyber, and TPRM practices affect the resilience of their most critical operations, as well as develop that entirely new resilience capability. It's important for businesses to remember that complying with regulations doesn't mean that they're truly resilient. It basically puts you on the right path, and compliance actually is not a final destination, but a number of stops along the journey. In terms of resilience in the organization, what are the elements that need to be addressed? In my opinion, the main one is organizational agility. Resilience needs to be thought of as not as an exercise in compliance, but a guiding principle for constantly improving and updating operations. With the appropriate risk messaging from business leaders, an organizational resilience mindset should be shared by all personnel, not only from the C-suite, That team management, but to HR as well. It should be built on the onboarding process of new employees as well. Let's discuss metrics. The ability of an organization to measure and track the impact of changes, as well as changes over time, are important tools to effectively manage both organizational resilience and agility. And like in cyber resiliency, organizations should be identifying and assessing resilience measures by defining the risks by both vulnerability or by value. The process should include investigation and ramification of partners' operational resilience, or lack thereof. What kinds of questions should you be asking? Well, first of all, how resilient is my organization? And how are we defining resiliency? And for what stakeholders? How have our processes, resources, and assets made us more organizationally resilient? And what should be measured to determine if performance objectives for operational agility exist? Finally, what initial actions can an organization take to get started in addressing this? And there's two things I'd recommend. First of all, figure out and map the interdependencies. Figure out and identify what chain reactions might result for certain events or changes occurring, and make a thorough inventory of all the connections and interdependencies between partners, suppliers, customers, support organizations, business units, remote locations, what exists. Second point, figure out the risk profile and determine what kind of risk tolerance the organization can handle. Organizations should act on recommended mitigation measures. For example, uh, establishing IT systems resilience might require having more backup or storage resources or additional network redundancy. So regarding vendor and partner risk management, resilience agreements need to be guided on the response that's required in the case of a crisis or a disruption. I hope that helps you get started on the thought processes. And I'd like you to reach out to discuss further. Uh, This is Dr. Leah Fairchild from the Constante Institute. And thank you for listening.